For far too long, injury lawyers have cared way too much about money and boosting their egos, and not enough about the people they serve. That stops now. Welcome to the Mutrux Firm Injury Lawyers Podcast, where trial lawyer Tyson Mutrux cuts through the BS and gives you practical takeaways to get you back on your feet, settle your case, and get on with your life. No fluff, no ego. And now, here's your host, Tyson Mutrux. Welcome back to the Mutrix Firm Injury Lawyers Podcast. My name is Tyson Mutrix. I'm the owner of Mutrix Firm Injury Lawyers. And today we're going to talk about liability and what we mean by liability. Because you're going to hear this term throughout your case. And sometimes people aren't sure what it means. And most people, they think they know what the term negligence means, but they probably don't. If you think you know what negligence means, you probably have a very vague idea, but you probably don't know what the legal definition of it is because that's what really matters is the legal definition. And because people like to throw out the term negligence, liability, um, you know, at fault, things like that. They don't all mean the same thing. They kind of mean the same thing, but they don't. What really matters is negligence. So when we're talking about liability, that's pretty much what we are talking about, though, is is, is, is negligence. So if, we, if we're talking about, OK, your case is made up basically two basic components, liability and damages, liability is basically negligence. And so I'm actually kind of getting I'm going to give you a sort of a law school lesson today on how this works in a personal injury case. I have my Missouri approved jury instructions here in front of me and this is how this is the law, okay? Whenever a jury gets the case, this is the law that is read to them, that's sent back to them in the jury room where they deliberate. All right. I'm not going to read all of the instructions because it takes about 30 minutes. Whenever the judge reads all the instructions from start to finish, it takes about 30 minutes. It's basically just the judge. She's reading it uh, nonstop to them. Then they have a chance. We have a chance whenever we are closing, we give them the instructions. We talk about it. We reference the instructions and they're able to take it back with them. But the judge does have to read it to them. So it's a very long process. I'm going to cut out the parts that are most important. Um, now, I'm not going to read all the instructions that may apply to your case. I'm going to I'm going to cover the ones that are most common. And if you want to talk to me about anything that's different in your case, I'm happy to do that. But it would take, I mean, it, it would take I don't know an entire year to record the entire Missouri approved, approved instructions book. It's it's a pretty thick book, so uh, I'm not going to do that. You wouldn't have to, you, you wouldn't get anything out of it. So I'm going to cover the highlights. So let's start with the definition of negligence, and this is because this has to be defined. It's it's in the instructions when the when the jury gets it, and so here's how it is. And there are little brackets, so you, we fill in some of these things. So um, as I go along, just know that sometimes I'm, I'm some of this I'm filling in the information, um, and I'm I'll, I'll make up a, a you know fake case. Let's say um, the, it's a fake case involving a lady named Sally Jones. Okay, Sally Jones. Um, and so the, here, here's the term negligence. The term negligent or negligence as used in these instructions means the failure to use that degree of care that a very careful person would use under the same or similar circumstances. Kind of crazy, right? <laughs> it's not probably what you thought it was. Oh, that person's at fault, it, it, that they're negligent. That's usually what we think. It's, this standard is 
that degree of care that a very careful person would use under the same or similar circumstances. That's really, really important right there, right? They're saying a very careful person, very careful person. They're not saying a somewhat careful person, a very careful person would use, okay? And that's what we consider the highest degree of care. There's one that's for ordinary care. I'm going to read that one to you. It's going to sound similar, but it's actually different. And where this might come up is, let's say Sally Jones is in a car car accident in a parking lot. That's the that's the care of an ordinary person. That's a different standard of care. If it were on a roadway, it's the highest degree of care. So, and that's the very careful person standard. So, I'm going to read the ordinary care one too. It's the term negligent or negligence as used in these instructions means the failure failure to use that degree of care that an ordinarily careful person would use under the same or similar circumstances. Did you catch that difference? Ordinarily careful person versus a very careful person. So you're comparing those two. Um, and, and we want, in, in every case, if we can, we want to get that very careful person because we're not con- comparing them to an ordinary ordinary person. We're going to can compare them to a very careful person. All right, so uh, I'm, I'm going to move on to the next part of it. So the next part's verdict directing. And I'm not going to get to the verdict. Verdict is, is basically you you give percentage of fault. I'll do maybe I'll do that in a in a later episode. But basically, you attribute a percentage of fault to one of the parties, and then you write into the damages. It's pretty basic. Um, I'll get it. I'll get into that in a later episode. But right now, I'm going to go over basically the three most common types of cases that you're going to see. Um, I'm going to start with a rear end crash because it's a very very basic verdict director. And this is this is where you did what most people think would when they come to whenever think about um, negligence. This is pretty much I think what it, what's in most people's heads. So here's here's what it does. Your verdict must be for plaintiff, which would be you if you're the injured party. So your verdict must be for plaintiff if you believe first defendant's automobile came into collision collision with the rear of plaintiff's automobile, and second the defendant was thereby negligent just did the, the definition of negligence. And third, as a direct result of such negligence, plaintiff sustained damage. And now that's what we're talking about when it comes to causation. So you have the act, they made contact. Second, defendant was negligent. Third, that negligent act caused the damage. Okay. So that's the causation. And then there's this third part that you, that sometimes it's added if there is in affirmative defense, unless you believe plaintiff is not entitled to recover by reason of instructions number blank. And so that's, uh, it's, it's called a converse. And sometimes defense counsel will submit a converse because they think that maybe you as the plaintiff had done something wrong. All right. That's just an add on. If there's a converse, they usually will add that not always on a rear end crash, but in other types of crashes. So I'm going to read that through one more time. Your verdict must be for plaintiff if you believe first defendant's automobile came into collision with the rear of plaintiff's automobile and second defendant was there by negligent and third as a direct result of such negligence plaintiff sustained damages. All right, so that's that's in a nutshell how most people are viewing would view negligence and that's how those are the elements that you must prove. So let's say it's a car crash and Sally Jones is in a car crash and it's not a rear end crash. Here's one where there's multiple potential multiple negligent acts. And here's how that one would go. Your verdict must be for plaintiff if you believe first, either defendant failed to keep a careful lookout or defendant drove at an excessive speed or 
defendant's automobile was on the wrong side of the road. So those are all or. So if any one of those is met, then we go into the rest of it. And second, defendant in any one or more of the respects submitted in paragraph first was thereby negligent. And third, as a direct result of such negligence, plaintiff sustained damage. So it's the same thing as the rear end, only you add in the multiple counts. We only have to hit one of those and then the other two. Okay. Uh, that, so that's how that works. It's not always best to add those. So you might be thinking, okay, yeah, throw in everything. But what's like, what it does sometimes is, is it, it confuses the jury and they may, they, I mean, even though you, you do your best to explain it to them, they may get confused and say, well, they've got to meet all these elements and they didn't. So we, we can't find for the plaintiff. And so that's why you have to be careful. This is sort of a game uh, that you're having to play. And it's, it's a dangerous game in, in determining what which causes of action should we actually put in there. All right. So the last one I'm going to get into is a premises liability case, whether it's a fall, um, a trip, whatever it might be, because that's probably the most most the third most common type of uh, personal injury case. And this one, it's you're an, you're an invitee, and that means that you are you've been invited to their property. Okay, an invitee could be your that includes people that goes to, go to stores because they have opened their stores to the public and invited you to come in and buy things from them. So here, here's what it is: your verdict must be for plaintiff if you believe first there was. So you you were supposed to put in what happened. So I'm going to say. There was a wet substance on the floor. Okay. So first there was a wet substance on the floor defendant's store. And, and as a result, the floor was not reasonably safe. And second, defendant knew or by using ordinary care could have known of this condition. So that's that ordinary care. So that's this is the this is the low, uh, higher standard for us to actually prove. Um, it's worse for our, our case though. So it's an ordinary person. It's not the highest or a very careful person. It's an ordinary person. So we don't have we don't have as favorable of a as a verdict director in this as in a car crash on a roadway. So second, defendant knew or by using ordinary care could have known of this condition. And third, defendant failed to use ordinary care to remove or barricade or warn of the wet substance. And fourth, as a direct result of such failure, plaintiff sustained damage. So that is the premises liability one. That's I'm, I'm using the term premises liability. Some of you may not know what that means. That just means that you were injured on someone's property. That's what that means. So that is the verdict director for that. So this is how the law is determined. This is how your case is determined. And if someone calls me and there's nothing that fits probably within this jury, this jury instruction book, I probably can't take the case. It's there are some catch alls. So that's not always true. And so that's something we have to analyze on a regular basis. But we have to find a way, for the most part, to find, uh, to, to make your causes of action fit inside the rules of that book. Otherwise, we can't win for you. And that's the goal, right? We want to get you a recovery for your injuries because you, you were injured by someone's negligent act, most likely. So that's that's how we determine things. That is, if you ever want to see a copy of these, I'm happy to send these to you. But that's the basis of any personal injury case. So uh, that's all I have for you. This is a little bit longer than most of our episodes, but it's a little bit more dense. And I think it's important that you know with, with how these work. So um, if you have any questions, give us a call 888-550-4026. You can also check out our YouTube channel for Matrix Firm Injury Lawyers, 
or check out our Facebook page. We have a lot of great information on there as well. All right. Make it a great day out there. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Mutrux Firm Injury Lawyers Podcast, a production of Mutrux Firm, LLC. We offer a free 30-minute strategy session to discuss your personal injury case. You can ask us anything free of charge. Call 888-550-4026 to schedule your call or use the link in the show notes. If you're trying to handle your personal injury case on your own and running into issues with the insurance adjuster or not getting the treatment you need, try these three things. One, don't give a recorded statement. Two, ask your doctors to do your treatment on a lien. And three, don't negotiate with the adjuster prior to getting all of the treatment you need. Check out our YouTube channel for more helpful tips where we have hundreds of how-to and explainer videos or go to TysonMutrucks.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.